In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Good morning, beloved friends in Christ Jesus, and welcome to Tuesday in the 19th week in ordinary time of the church's year. Today being the 10th day of August 2021, we celebrate the feast day of St. Lawrence. St. Lawrence was one of the first seven deacons and a martyr. Let us call upon God that he may fill us with the presence of his Holy Spirit. Come, 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 Holy Ghost, come. Come, 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 Holy Ghost, come. Holy Ghost, come. Oh, come, oh, come. Holy Ghost, come. Oh, come, oh, come, come, come. Dear children of God, the title of my homily today is Generosity in Righteousness. Generosity in Righteousness. Dear child of God, God invites you and I today to be generous in righteousness. The first reading today is taken from St. Paul's second letter to the Corinthians chapter 9 from verse 6 to verse 10. And the gospel reading is taken from the gospel according to John chapter 12 from verse 24 to verse 26. In the first reading today, St. Paul encourages us to be generous. He says, he who sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. And he who sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. And then he encouraged us that each one must do as he has made up his mind, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. Dear children of God, here generosity is not limited to material gifts or giving alone. It's not to be reduced to financial contributions in the church or financial support for other people alone. Those are very important, but it includes actually a generous response to the needs of the human society and the needs of the church. It could be material, it could be financial, it could be moral, it could be the, 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 the demand for justice, it could be the demand for equity, it could be the demand for truth, it could be the demand for one's talent, one's time, and all of that. Anything done for the sake and in the spirit of righteousness must be motivated by a mindset of generosity if it will pass as truly a righteous act. Dear children of God, God is inviting us today to learn to submit generously to his will, not reluctantly, not under compulsion, not conditioned by any reason. Yes, you may be serving God so generously, but something may be the reason for that generosity. Perhaps you feel that the more you are able to give, the more you are able to readily respond to the demands of God, the demands of the human society or the church, the faster you are able to get the blessings of God. Of course, our generosity attracts unto us God's blessings, but the anticipation or anticipated blessings of God ought not to be the motivation if what we are doing 
must be considered an expression of our generosity towards God and towards humanity. Generosity in righteousness is, you know, undertaken for the sake of being generous in itself. For the sake of doing the will of God in itself. Little wonder then Jesus tells us in the gospel today that we must count all things, or rather we must look at ourselves as those who have been invited to follow Jesus. And following Jesus, we must put aside everything, including staking our lives to follow him without complaints, without regrets, without compulsion, without being coerced into doing that. And Jesus made it clear to us that unless the grain of wheat falls, it remains a single grain. But when it falls, it dies, it germinates, it produces hundreds of grains. Dear children of God, Jesus uses this analogy to encourage us, to motivate us, to strengthen our resolve, to remain generous in righteousness, in perfection, in holiness, in seeking and doing the will of God, in following Jesus Christ, no matter what it will take, no matter what it will cost. Because when we do, we are actually sowing seeds that will grow into big trees that will produce numerous, multiple, sometimes, and uh, as a matter of fact, uncountable fruits. Dear children of God, it is only the act of kindness, act of love, act of generosity, act of um, the use of our time, talent, and resources that is informed by desire to be generous and please God unreservedly that yields fruits, fruits that are beneficial to the individual, the, 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 the Christian who is acting, and then even to those who are around. Dear children of God, the young man who celebrated today, St. Lawrence, was able to live out this to the very end. To the point that he had to sacrifice his life. He, has to, he had to let go of his life in a generous quest to do the will of God. He was born in AD 225 in a place now in modern day Spain. He was one of the seven deacons of the ancient Rome under Pope Sixtus II. He gave all the money he had to the poor. When the Pope Sixtus II was condemned to death by the Emperor Valerian, and when the Pope was led to execution, St. Lawrence followed the Pope. He asked the Pope, Father, where are you going without your deacon? To these, the Pope answered that in three days you will follow me. After the death of the Pope, the prefect of Rome, who was a greedy pagan, ordered Lawrence to bring all the church's treasures to him. Lawrence asked for three days to bring the treasures. He then gathered all the poor and sick people in Rome and brought them before the prefect and told him they are the treasures of the church. The prefect became furious and condemned Lawrence to a slow and cruel death. He was tied on top of an iron grill over a slow fire. These roasted the flesh of Lawrence little by little and led him to a slow and very painful death. Tradition says that he was martyred at San Lorenzo in Penispena in, on August 10, 258. 
Emperor Constantine constructed an oratory in honor of St. Lawrence. The great iron of martyrdom was placed by Pope Pascal II in the church of St. Lorenzo in Lucina. He is one of the widely venerated saints of the Catholic Church. The Pesil Meteor Shower occurs every year in mid-August on or near St. Lorenz, Lorenz Feast Day. And this very shower is called by many people as the Tears of St. Lawrence. Now, this is a young man who celebrate today. As you can see from this history, that generosity in righteousness is informed by selflessness. The opposite is informed by greed and selfishness. And that was what happened in the case of the great king, King Valeria, the Roman king. That brought about the execution, the killing, and the martyrdom of so many early Christians. Their children of God. Greed has turned the human society apart. Greed has destroyed many families. Greed has brought down many companies, many establishments today. Greed has shattered so many political parties. Greed has destroyed many governments. Greed has done a whole lot of harm in the church and in the human society, the civil society, in the political world, in the academic world, in the medical field, in the law firm, in every facet of the human society, in the law profession, everywhere. Greed has eaten so deep into the, 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 the very um, fiber of the human society. Dear children of God, as long as we continue to live in greed, it will be difficult for us to be truly generous in righteousness because our generosity will be informed by some form of selfish, and, uh, selfish interest, you know, motivated by greed. But God invites us today to learn to sow bountifully, to learn to sacrifice generously, to learn to give without counting the cost, to learn to give without anticipating the reward. But that our most and the, 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 the primary target is to see to it that will create a situation that enhances the salvation of souls and the betterment of other people. And as long as we do that, genuinely and sincerely, from a heart informed by generosity and a quest for holiness and righteousness, God himself will see your efforts, he will reward you, he will bless you. May your generosity in righteousness, in your family circle, in the church, in your place of work, in your neighborhood, in your business, in your daily interaction with people, attract unto you God's favors, God's blessings, God's upliftment, God's breakthrough true and above all divine protection especially when your life is endangered because of your love your kindness your generosity towards others through christ our lord amen may almighty god bless you the father and the son and the holy spirit amen be assured of my prayers and my blessings always and may your kindness and generosity not bring you doom and destruction but divine open doors and blessings through christ our lord amen